I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast for that Famous period between the trade and the draft. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who not long ago made an made a impromptu speech mm. at Buddy and Jacinta's wedding. It's Adam Rosenbachs. It was very impromptu, Michael. Mm. So impromptu I had to get past three levels of security. Ah. Uh, I pretended I was uh, Jordan Lewis's older, balder brother. Okay. And I said, come on, man, you got to let me in. And I got in there and, man, that speech, those guys were, um, I'm going to say flabbergasted. Yep, shocked, appalled. Uh, shocked, yeah, appalled, yeah, yeah, what I did. I don't, I don't think they'd heard, they'd heard racial slurs like that before. Well, people need to hear them. <laughs> I think is a, a, to be a harmonious uh, society. No, I, I didn't do that. All I did, and I thought Jacinda would have loved this, mm-hmm. I just listed every rumour I've ever heard about <laughs> Buddy in detail. Yep. The triple figure ones. So it was maybe like party a ones. three, four hour speech. Then? Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> what was going on when he crashed all those cars. Okay. Everything I'd ever heard about yep. the big, the big bud. Yep, okay. Big all, Lance. The, all the kind of um, things the AFL swept under the carpet. Maybe. All of those. Yeah, they, we all hear around the streets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How many strikes he's got. I just, <laughs> I just let it all out. Oh, people laughed, Michael. They loved it. You know, it was great. Happy, happy marriage to uh, Big Bud and Big Jess. Yeah. Uh, they... Jess, do we call her Jess? Is she Sint? Is she the tar? I think it'd be, she'd be Jess, I reckon. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. How many, how many Jacintas do you know who are called Inter? Well, not many. And uh, the Jacintas that I know are called Jack, but that's because they spell it like a normal Jacinta. Yes, of course. We have the G-E-S-I-N-T-A. Yes. As the modern woman. That is true. Who am I to do it? You know what I love about this story is wherever it's reported, it says, you know, Buddy and Jacinta surprise wedding. Yes. And you go, no, media. It was a surprise to you. That's a good point. Because you fucking weren't invited. Yeah, actually. Like me. And like the rest of the world, I'm sure they knew it was happening. That's a really good point. I wonder how how long ago you send out uh, invitations. By the fact, it's uh, at the Blue Mountains, so there would have been a number of people. I'm um, buddy from WA. There would have been a number of people from WA who had yeah. to come over. Fair few people had to travel. Uh, people from Melbourne. Uh, Jordan Lewis and Ruffy were there with their yeah. partners. Uh, so yeah, actually, that's a really good point. I wonder if like and ha- that's a good question. So if you. You know what? The Daily Mail didn't find out. That's all that happened. Yeah, I know. It's no, basically no. what is they, they didn't they weren't they didn't get wind of it. Yeah, and it's interesting they because they're usually pretty uh, spot on when knowing where Jacinta might be in one well, particular occasion. Yeah, there is a there is, but uh, unlike uh, like the Daily Mail, they nailed it because they they based the story entirely off, off Instagram. Instagram. I love yeah. that when they do that, where they have no story and so they just have to describe the picture. Yeah, uh, they like they'll, they'll describe and because this has happened to a wedding that you and I were at. When we were at Limo's wedding in Bali. Oh, yes. There were stories in... They got uh, papped. They did get papped by... And also they used the Instagram post that Limo and his beautiful partner Kelly put yeah, up. Yeah, And they're like, oh, you know, the groom wore a beautiful blue suit with, you know, lovely shoes. And you go, you're just saying what you see. Well, there was one buddy and they said uh, the groomsman enjoying a beer. And yeah. he was like, I haven't had a beer in 15 years. That's bullshit. Um, so they did it in the Blue Mountains, and they were going to choose between uh, New Zealand and the Barossa or other possibilities. Okay. Don't, do it, don't make people travel that far to New Zealand. Really? Yeah. I mean, Barossa's, you know, pleasant, but, but don't, don't do no, that. No, but New Zealand, like, it, it hosts AFL games. You know where they should have done it? Cake the, tin. Yeah. Yeah. How nice been. would that have been? That would have been a surprise to everyone. The traditional it's... home of weddings. Yes, yeah, and, <laughs> and, and blockbuster games between Carlton and St Kilda. I can safely say if Buddy and Jacinta held their wedding at the Cake Tin, yeah. no, one, no one would have picked that. <laughs> <laughs> that is very, very true. <laughs> Daily Market had their finest men on that. Yeah, there's no fucking way they're doing it at the yeah. Cake Tin. You know what was weird about the photos that I've seen? Uh, is Buddy looks like he's wearing a Brownlow suit. Oh, it might be. Like, it's just a normal little tux, isn't it? Yeah, but that, that's the thing is they've, they've kind of they've made the Brownlow so formal that now when you go to get married, I mean, you're a footballer, buddy. Where's your white shoes? Uh, does he have any funny socks on or anything? Or? I, I don't know. Where's your skinny tie? Where's your hat? 
It looks to me maybe like a navy blue suit, a very dark navy blue. Okay. Yeah, I reckon that's a blue. And he's really? got a, a blue black, tux? A black bow tie. No, mate. Well, you, you can't wear a navy suit with a black bow tie. I'm sorry. Buddy. This guy's got class and he's with Jacinta Campbell. He can pull now, it off. Frank, now, Franklin. He, it looks like a, a dark navy blue suit, mm-hmm. not necessarily a tuxedo suit. Okay. And so the, the bow tie, I think, gives you the impression that it might have well, a tuxedo. Well, it has thrown yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. That's classic Buddy. <laughs> he's, you think he's going one way and he does something different. You think he's going on his on his on his left and yeah. then he, he goes yeah. on his left. Yeah. <laughs> you think he's going to GWS <laughs> and then boom, he's, he's, you know who didn't know about this? Liam Pickering. Oh, furious. He had no idea about the wedding. Mike Fitzpatrick, he was ropeable <laughs> when he found out. Um, there's a little funny thing here mm. um, that the Daily Mail has written because they, they did they kept it so undercover, and so she uh, kept up public appearances and the like. Yeah. Uh, and they used a fake name at the venue. Um, they went under um, J J A S I N T A and through everyone and Buddy. Yep. They went under a fake name. Yeah. Uh, and that, but we think in the Daily Mail it says, um, Deshinda directed attention away from her upcoming marriage to the AFL player and released a self written novel. Now, now, why have we heard about this novel? Well, I'm sure, I'm, yeah, it's probably not aimed at us, I would, I would suggest. Hang on, but what do you mean released? Is this. Is this like uh, one Ricky Nixon self-published novel? No, well, that's the thing. It's no, it would be it would be self-released then, but it's a self-written novel. So As opposed to, to well, a, a, a <laughs> novel she didn't write, which computer, by that logic is then not her novel. Yeah, a computer-generated. Yeah, novel. Yeah, so it's a, it's it's weird they have to put that in. That it's a self-written novel. She wrote, you know, that novel that yeah. she's put out under her name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She wrote it. She wrote it. Well, I suppose maybe I'm being harsh because there are the ghostwriters. I mean, we did have the classic uh, line from Fev at our live show. Yeah. His book, in my words. He yeah. said, I didn't write a word of it. <laughs> and then quickly backpedaled and yes. said, no, they're joking. Yeah. I wrote too. <laughs> yeah, but we, we didn't believe him at all. Yeah. But perhaps they meant it because Daily Mail and those kind of websites, they lift from each other and they yes. say sourced from, you yeah. know, uh, Washington Post, something like that. So perhaps yeah. at the back of a book it says sourced from... You know, Martha Stewart. Yep. And you go, wow, that I, that was interesting because none of the book related to Jacinta. Yeah, yeah. And I was wondering about her stint in prison. Yeah, yeah. When she, <laughs> she has a picture of Jamie Oliver's uh, chicken pie. Yeah. So sourced <laughs> from. <laughs> yeah. So I I predict great things for this this love affair. It's going to endure. We should get him a gift. Get him a little voucher or something. That's not a bad idea. Junk timers, if you want to send money into Wayne Jackson Studios, we can put it together. Well, you know what? There's a set of... The, the, the stubby holders. Stubby holders, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Who wouldn't love Jacinda if you see her on her balcony getting papped with a yeah. it's Gatorade Bukaki time stubby holder? And what could what could send more of a chill down a spine when you mm. go down to the mailbox, the mailbox and yeah. you open up and you got two stubby holders <laughs> unsolicited <laughs> with no note saying it's Gatorade Gatorade Bukaki time? And I heart the and footbridge. I heart the footbridge. Yeah, that would make complete sense, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, it'll get us publicity. <laughs> um, you've uh, oh our show, Adam. Yes. The show, Saturday. Here we go. Plug time. Mm. Yeah, 35 Easy Street at Saturday, November 12 at 2 p.m. Um, it's called the Easy Street Concert Hall. There's little uh, words out the front. Uh, we're going to be doing a, a live workshopping of our uh, of a footy little uh, comedy idea. Yeah, a little quiz kind of fun show. With Adam, we're going to have uh, Lima, we're going to have Tegan Higginbotham, we're going to have Danny McGinley. We've got about 40 dudes coming along already. There's still heaps of room. Like, it's a, it's a you know, I mean, that's a, that's a great number of people. And it's uh, it going to be fun. It probably fits about 70, I suppose. So it's going to be along. It's gonna free be show. Fun. Send an email to junktimeafopod at gmail if you want to come along. Uh, and we will accept cash donations at the door, yeah. which we can then send off to Buddy and Jacinta. Yeah, we're big like that. Uh, America, Adam, take me there. Mason Cox is a shattered man. Well, he, he tweeted yesterday that he wants to become an Australian citizen. Oh, really? Okay. After, after uh, you know, President Trump, he yeah. just went, can't do it, can't he, go back. He was strong on Hillary. Yeah. He, I could actually you know, get um, auto calls, even though I'm not... Yeah, American citizen or voter. Yeah, but hi there, Mason Cox speaking. You might know me for, for <laughs> yeah from a cameo on Anzac Day. <laughs> I mean, does does Mason Cox get to stay? I mean, he I know he's still on the Collingwood list. Yeah, but does he get to become an Australian citizen because of that? I think the rule is you got to play five years. Okay, and then you get you get inducted into Australia. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. yeah. So Zach Tui is Australian now. Pretty much. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, just automatically kind of ticks over. Yeah. And you get it. Yeah, yeah. They brought it in a few years ago. Oh, government. that's that's good. Yeah. The Jim Stein's rule, and, and the fun thing is, yeah. actually, at your induction, your uh, ceremony, mm. uh, you get a, you get, a, you know, how you get like a kind of a show bag. Yeah, yeah, you get a sprig of wattle. 
Yeah, I think you get a little pot plant. Yep. And uh, and also you get a Collingwood three-game membership in there. That's so not bad. That's going to come in handy. Yeah. You know they do that. Do you know? That they, Collingwood have the three-game membership? Well, they put they uh, clubs are now branching out when they have citizen ceremonies. Oh, they're going down there and spruiking their... Yeah, they'll pop a little, their pop a little membership in the bag. Yeah. Really? Yeah, no, they've been doing that for a few years now. It's very clever. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. So if you're from Syria, yep. you get... Like say Carlton come down and they go, oh nah, you know I think I, I think I might go back to Aleppo. Oh, Syria, you get the bombers. Oh okay, yeah. Well, what are you going to look for? You know what? What, <laughs> yeah, yeah, what will make you feel more at home? <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair enough. Uh, and uh, you've been away. I have been away. You've been away. You've come back yesterday. You went to Japan. Went to Japan. End of season trip. I just uh, got loose over there. Made a fool of myself. And uh, got deported. Got uh, had the plane turn around. What towns did you go to? Uh, so I went to Tokyo, then Osaka, then uh, sorry, uh, Tokyo, Kyoto, then Osaka. Yeah, cool, man. Yeah, and so if you've never been, uh, Tokyo is amazing. It's like they've said to a five-year-old, "What do you want?" <laughs> and they've said, "I want lights, uh-huh. I want loud, and I want toys." And they went. You got it. You got it. <laughs> everything is just lit up. It's loud. There's music pumping all the time. And everything has a cute little, like, kitty cat on it or a little puppy dog or something. And even, like, old people's uh, shuttle buses have, like, a cute little kitty on the side. What do you mean an old person shuttle bus? So it's, like, it's, you know, from a retirement home into the city. It uh-huh. says, like, old people's bus or shuttle or whatever it's oh, really? on the side. That's a bit insulting. No, but it's Can on you every- say respected elders bus? Well, I can't remember how we knew, but you can tell. Old fuckheads, get in here. That's exactly what it Taking is. Taking to town to look at a fucking flashing light. Yeah, yeah. What do they call them? Grey, grey ghosters? What do they call those old fucks that drive around the country? Oh, like a caravan kind of people. Yeah, yeah. They have... Oh, I don't talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're, you're murdering them and burying them in... What do you call them just before you <laughs> dig their graves? Well, at least they're, uh, they're not shallow. So pat me on the back for that. Yeah, no, that's very... No that's one's very been good. found yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's great. I, I would highly recommend Japan. It was a lot of fun. Kyoto, eh, not so much. Not for me. If you're, if you're of the older persuasion and you enjoy temples and being boring, mm-hmm. get to Kyoto. But it's a bit like uh, for going from Tokyo to Kyoto is kind of like going from Sydney to Bendigo. Okay. Now, Bendigo's lovely. Yeah. Don't yep. get us wrong. Yeah. We love Bendigo. I mean, that's where Stephen Dank was going to do a talk at the South Bendigo Pioneers. Yeah, sure. Never forget that. Yeah. Lest we forget. But... Does it have Heath Shaw? Yeah. Doesn't? Nah. So what's the point? Yeah, it's, it's not as good. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, Tokyo is an amazing town. Get there. And even... I, they even have... And I don't know what it means, and I, I tweeted this out on our, our Twitter feed. There was a, a meal there called uh, Bukaki Noodles. Oh, you were dug in. Yeah, I loved it. You loved it. What Salty. Did I just kind of fling it at you from about a foot away? Well, I just, I don't know from above. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, You go, why do I have to eat it on my knees? Yeah. Why is there a funnel in my mouth? <laughs> I've, I've researched this way too much, but I don't know. Wait a second. Why are these 30 men wearing yeah. blindfolds? <laughs> why do they all give it to me? <laughs> I'm not blindfolds. They're balaclavas. Yeah. Oh, I've seen too much. Yeah, I've seen too much. But the worst thing is all our listeners are nodding on. Yeah, now that, <laughs> that makes sense. Now, I just want to know, what did Bukaki mean before it became Bukaki? Like, this is obviously a style of cooking. They must throw the noodles around or maybe oh, yeah, gotcha. slap it across your face or yeah, something. Yeah, gotcha. Flung around. Yeah, know, maybe it's yeah. a lot of something. Was yeah. it a big meal? It, it just looked like a, an ordinary bowl of noodles, Michael. Bit salty? Very. Very. But I, you know, as... Oh, let's fucking move on. Yeah, yeah let's, let's do it. So anyway... Get to Japan. Great country. Loved yep. it. Um, and did you feel any tremors, like earthquake tremors? No, they, they, they do have warnings for it when, you, yep. when you're out and about. But I try not to think about it because there's so many high rises. You just think, if I'm in a lift here, I'm in, I'm in strife. Yeah, you're in big trouble. Yeah. And did you sleep in one of those uh, little compact hotels? The cubicles? No, yeah. we did think about it. And then we thought, if you come home at, say, because, you, you know, you're, out, you're on holidays, mate. Mm. You're on holidays. Having a good time. Yeah, you're out on, you're out on the froffies. Mm. You know, oh, yeah. On the froffies till one or two. Yeah. The last thing you want to do is sleep in a, a coffin-sized box. Yep, yep. And then be awake at six in the morning. So yeah, okay. I got a hotel room which is just slightly bigger than a coffin-shaped <laughs> box. They're very, very tiny. Like you get used to it very quickly over there. There's not a lot of room. And was there a lot of talk in the street? Are they still talking about the time Hawthorne Carlton went over there to play in an exhibition match? I think in about eighty-six or eighty-seven. Okay, that explains why a lot of people were wearing. Yeah. Uh, Hawthorne jumpers with John Platt and wigs. I yeah. couldn't work it out. But yeah, gotcha. that, that's it. And a lot of people were saying, have you ever had the steak at the Prince Alfred? 
<laughs> and I said, of course I have, but I didn't know why they were saying that. Yeah, and now I do. That's, yeah. that's interesting, yeah. Yeah. And so um, I think they did it about th- it'd be about 30 years ago now. Okay. It was one of those junkets. I think Foster's got behind it. That doesn't sound like I know, Foster's I know. So do. I think they're all drunk for like, you know, four days. Yeah. But they talk- And unoffensive to the local population? Well, I... <laughs> I'm sure there was something going on. Yeah, they. That, but I think the idea was like I think Best on Ground got a car or something. Okay. And uh, Best Mark got a flash TV or something. Yeah. So they just spent their whole time trying to take speckies over each other. So, but it was played on a um a baseball field and had to wear had to wear uh, padding. On their oh, because it was on Astro too. Yeah, yeah. I think that happened when uh, the, another of these exhibition games, they went to maybe Canada, mm-hmm. and I reckon they played on American football Astro turf field, and all the players were getting, you know, cup of burn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think Hawthorne and Collingwood went off and played in Miami, I think, at one stage. Really? Yeah. And I think, um, I think it got a bit uh, feisty. I think the chief might have got his nose broken, in fact. Oh, hang on. That, that might be where the story came from about don't shoot the fat one. Uh, that'd be right, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In Miami. Yeah, yeah, which I remember. If it was, so that would have been late eighties because Alan Jeans was the coach was and Alan Jason Dunster was Jay- there. Yeah, it was uh, Ray Jenky, I think. Okay. The chief and someone else in that car. Yeah, and the policeman rang Alan Jeans. They started no, they started whispering about how they were going to do a runner. Oh, right. From the cab. And so the cabbie could hear them because it's, you know, they're three yeah. in the morning and they've gone, well, mate, keep it under your hat. We're going to do a runner. <laughs> and so the cabbie uh, called the cops at the location of the hotel and right. said, oh, mate, hey, I'm chilled out. I'm acting calm here, man. Yeah. He got the message through there. And then they cops uh, got them out, had the gun. I think they even had the guns pointed. Yeah. And I suppose they said, oh, no, we're footballers and I'll prove it. Well, no, no, no. The first down. thing American... Uh, Cops say, and I know this, I've watched a lot of shows, they say, who's your coach? <laughs> and they said it's... Uh, do you know Alan Jeans? Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's exactly. the first thing they say. Do you know, do you know, no, they didn't say Alan Jeans. They said, do you know Yabby? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, f- Alan Jeans. And they're like, yeah, man. And Alan Jeans came down and he said, you can shoot that one, you can shoot that one, but don't shoot the fat one in the yeah. middle. Yeah. That's great. Because had they shot the fat one, we wouldn't have the bounce. Oh, the bounce is a great show. It's really yeah. funny. I like yeah. it. I really no, like it. That's what I'm saying. Um, but so, so uh, I think in the, what we're getting at is in the late 80s, there was a spate of exhibition games. Yeah. And I think they were essentially put on by uh, Foster's because the Carlton North one was that. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like it's correct. Yeah. So, well, they, no, they, they, they did one in China a little, go, a little bit ago. Melbourne and maybe Brisbane. Wasn't Fev sent home from that one when he was with the Lions? Didn't he? And I, I'm just putting it out there. Was did Fev? That doesn't too? sound like Fev. <laughs> I know, I know. That's why I'm. That doesn't. In later years, <laughs> they've mainly focused on the Irish one, haven't they? Sending the Australian team over to Ireland. Yeah, I think so. I just think they try and tap in. I mean, the other thing they try and do is have real games, like they're doing in New Zealand now, mm. rather than exhibition, because you know it's just it's not Mickey Mouse, mate. Well, well there was actually the um, the self-appointed exhibition that Tony Liber- uh, Tom Libertore put on. When well, he went over to Vietnam, yeah, yeah, and he, he said, "Look, I'm going to make it, make it, make this an official, yeah. an official visit. I'll get people along. <laughs> Don't you worry." Heaps of players have been on holidays, Adam. They've been going all around the world. Have they? Players, players getting away. Check it out. How do we know about that? Um, they, there's a few, a few things on the internet they can put up. Okay. Um, Josh Jenkins, he's uh, he's there hanging with the Heisman Trophy. I don't Which know. is uh, the the best player in college football? In, there he is, Alabama. Mm. Do you know who won the Heisman? O.J. Simpson. Yeah. I wonder if that's the He sold his Heisman, didn't he? Is that part of the arrest? Uh, he might have. Uh, he might have got rid of eventually. They, they, when he, um, when they were coming for his stuff, yep. he, uh, they spread it out all across the country. So it wasn't there. Oh, okay. That's a shame. Although there was a statue of O.J. in his front yard, mm. which is kind of quite prominent in the TV show. That statue is now owned by one uh, Flavor Flav. Really? Yeah. That makes sense. So I think eventually they probably had to do a bit of a fire sale. Yeah. So actually, if you go onto the AFL website, there is a whole list of the basically, and I feel sorry for whoever they've got in there. Like the AFL website would be slowing down, like all football media. Hmm. You know, SEM slowing down. They're talking about trades. They're talking about potential things that happen. So at the AFL website, they're not producing shows and you know news the way they are. So they've said to someone, "All right, you look at every player's Instagram." And post oh, one of their photos. Actually, you're right, haven't they? There's some dudes just going through. Yeah, someone's just trawling yeah. Instagram and looking at players' photos when they're overseas. Uh, there's Jack Gunston, uh, photo of the basketball, uh, witnessing Uncle Drew and the go to work. There's an emoticon. Who's Uncle Drew? And there's a, is that a crown? 
I can't look. I can't work it out. Mate, Sorry you've about been that. through this before. Explaining explaining visuals. I know. On, I know. On the, but it's on a, the, it's, on a, the it's a little emoticon emoji. I mean, oh. Buddy Franklin is a post of his wedding. That's lovely. Joel Selwood's there with, I imagine, his partner and uh, two other people, and it's a uh, family dinner in Sicily. Lovely. Well, if it's a family dinner, I hope that maybe that's his sister, not his partner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see. Oh, Josh Gibson, Gibbo. You know, Gibbo loves a good time overseas. Oh, does he? What? Ah, bit boring, Gibbo. Mm. Yeah, he's there holding like a, a saddle. Mm. He's wearing a Cobra, um, loading stuff in the back of a car. Stockman's challenge was great fun. Even took home a ribbon. On to Ballarat next Friday. Yeah. You know who wasn't? Still in regional victory. You know who doesn't think the Stockman's challenge is much fun? Hamish McLaughlin. Oh, dude. He was very lucky. Stomped. Yeah, he Stomped broke... Stomped by a horse. Dude, he broke six ribs. Yeah. And uh, collapsed a lung. Yeah. Like, uh, another few inches to one side. Another. That could have been fucking awful. Could have been all over. And and where did that happen? That was down King Street, wasn't it? After the Melbourne Cup. Yeah. And the horse was like... Oh, sorry. Hey. When I say horse, I mean John Longmire. Yeah. He, uh, he got furious. <laughs> <laughs> and he stomped him. Yeah, he's still in a bad mood after the grand final. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's acceptable, the, you know. Yeah, don't bring it up with him. Yeah, yeah, there we go. There's the Buddy Franklin one. Um, oh, here we go. Brody G- Grundy. Oh, doing the little thing. He's at the Coliseum. And he's doing the little thing where he's kind of, it looks like he's kind of holding it holding it up. Yeah, which is interesting because you usually do that with the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Yeah. And not, not the Coliseum. And he, and he says, hashtag, ciao. Yeah, molto bene. I reckon we should move on from pictures on the on, on the internet. Well, I just feel I'm uh, to, to anyone at the AFL house who has to do all this trawling. I'm sorry, that just uh, shouldn't be a job. The fixture, Adam, that came out. Oh, Carlton's got an easy run, mate. Look for us to get back in the top sixteen. I reckon. Well, they do go through and say who's got an easy run, but it kind of it's a bit tricky to tell, isn't it? Obviously. Well, they kind of just base it off the the yeah. amount of wins that you're up against. But having the Tigers got the easiest run, so well, Tigers fans rejoice. I know. Well, I think they said that they. they they thought Tigers were going to be better this year, so they gave them a bit of a tougher go. Oh. And then they went, oh, fuck, sorry, we've got your Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> now, Good Friday going to be the Dogs and the Roos. Blasphemy. Which is a win for football, I think. Oh, it, it's about time. No one no one gives a fuck about Good Friday, do they? Is, is it round one, Good Friday? Oh, that's actually a very good question. I've it got will a, be early I've in the fixture, won't it? I've got a feeling it? it might not be, actually. Okay. But uh, they're going to be uh, taking it on, and it's going to be... Doing some stuff for the Royal Children's Hospital. Well, that's lovely. Yeah, for the people who are interstate or uh, over the world who may not know, uh, Victoria has um, a Royal Children's Hospital. Mm. Uh, it's where only princesses and dukes and um, <laughs> children, yeah, and, sick. and, and Baron Trump, he yep. can go there too. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but it's a, a, a telethon for the whole day where they raise a whole bunch of money for the yeah. hospital, and um, everyone gets involved. So I imagine there's going to be trying. You know, pump up the cash at the game for. Well, I think it makes sense. Dudes. I think they should hold it at the MCG. And if the AFL were were, you well, know, they're not. They're going to do it at Etihad. You think? No, they are. I think it's officially down, isn't it? Well, so it should be at the MCG, and they should donate every ticket. So if they got a hundred thousand people there, then they donate all the money from that. If the AFL were true givers, oh, I reckon they should actually get into the old spirit of things, and they get someone taken around blankets. Blanket. So we can just get, we can relive the glory days where we try and scone a bloke with a fifty cent coin. Now was that for the Salvation Army? Uh, probably was. Probably was a charity. Yeah. Who who thought no, it was that was definitely a charity? So let's explain this to people who, who have no idea what the fuck idea. we're talking about. So people would uh, walk the boundary inside on the ground. Was it at halftime? Yeah, or most pre-game? likely. I'd no. t- I, I'm a bit vague on it by the fact that I'm not really sure if it was my era. I thought it was in the early 80s. I vague, oh, probably was, yeah. I vaguely remember it. Yeah. So basically they would walk around and four people would hold corners of a blanket yeah. and then you would toss money gently. That was the idea. <laughs> you would gently lob, you would lob <laughs> gently some coins. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, and they would all land in the blanket and by the time they did a lap or maybe there was a few of them out there, yeah. they would count up the money and then they would get donated to charity. But, of course, being Australian football dickheads, people you would make a game out of it. Yeah, you would make a game out of it. And a 50 cent coin, if you're not from Australia, it's got a bit of weight to it. Yep. It's uh, and it's got a it's got it's eight got tw- edges too. Is it only eight? Oh, maybe it's twelve. 12. Oh. And it's got a picture of Diana Ross on it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So you would basically uh, hoik that because you're doing your bit for charity. But if you happen to get someone in the head with a coin, whether they're an adult or a child, yeah, it doesn't matter. Not, it's not your fucking problem. Yeah. I, I reckon dude would have tried to piff them from the top of Waverley. Oh, there's it's no a, doubt about that. Because, I mean, that's a, fair, that's a fair effort. 
if he did do that? Well, I would say that the most dangerous places to be were holding the blanket or the front two rows. Yeah, definitely. Because people are going from ten rows back. Can you imagine trying to throw a coin like from a from ten rows back, like trying to throw a coin onto a blanket? Well, it's hard enough in those. And you've already had seventy-five beers. Yeah, that's the other thing. People are a bit frustrated and just want to get their anger out on something. Yeah. Why not do it for a bloke from uh, Salvo? Well, see, maybe that's why it wasn't done in halftime. If your team's down by eight goals, you're not lobbing. There's no gentle lob. And, you know, uh, the thing I like the most is that no one thought of maybe I'm um, just having a few people with cans out the front. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> they came in. No, we want to issue to them a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> a dangerous challenge for these children to deal with. It, I say we bring it back. Um, and then we have, well, we should do it on Saturday, actually, at the, at the, at the live workshop. We All can right. um, have a blanket there and people can chuck coins yeah, in. You and, I, yeah. you and I can carry a doona on can, stage. You can hold it, yeah. And just see what happens. Uh, now, this 17-5 fixture, I can't quite get my head around it. All right, it. talk me through it. Talk me through well, it. Well, I can't get my head around it. I was okay. hoping you'd talk me through it. Okay, I'll talk you through it. I don't know what it is. Okay, here we go. So, the 17-5, you hear me? Yep. You got me. So, everyone plays everyone once. There's your 17 games. Now. Well, that sounds like it's a fair, equitable fixture. Yep. The AFL mustn't, mustn't be Well, they're not into it, <laughs> yeah. but it's going to happen. Oh, okay. okay. Then... Once with uh, five rounds to go, you know the you, you've got your eighteen teams. They break that down into three blocks of six. You got one to six, seven to twelve, thirteen through eighteen. Gotcha. Those teams in each of those six play each other once, which is your final five. Ah. And then, so those one to six. Well, this is where it gets confusing. Okay, it says one to six battle it out for a top four finish. Yep. Okay. Makes sense? And so then... So they're all playing each other, one through six. So if you miss out on top four and you finish five and six, you go to the bottom? I don't... Bl- no, <laughs> no, no. Okay, then the middle the middle six... Uh, the middle six contest for the final two September places. Yeah. But the stumbling block remains how to maintain interest in the bottom six. Ah, that's always the problem. No, but it's not because, remember... Well, it used to be... It never used to be a problem because the bottom six... Could influence the finals, Michael. Oh, shape the eight. Yeah, shape the eight. That's what it. That's what drove every team in the bottom six for the last hundred years. Yeah, absolutely. Not, you didn't put players in for surgery. You went, mate. We're going to shape the eight. Yeah, first it was shape the four, shape, shape the five, six. shape the six, then it's shape the eight. Yeah, shape the eight under the McIntyre system. Shape the eight under the current system. If anything, players play harder in those final few games when they know they're out of final contention because well, I think I think because I mean, remember all the teams that shaped the eight this year. I mean, forget the doggies win. Don't even remember it. I want to hear about all the legends, the I heroes. I remember Melbourne beating Hawthorne. The heroes shaped the eight. Yeah, did it shaped the eight? Yeah, instead of finishing fourth, we third. We finished third. Well, I remember uh, as early as last year, Carlton started tanking from round one, yep. so yeah, we could shape the eight earlier than we've ever done before. I heard coaches actually have clauses in their contracts; <laughs> yeah. they get bonuses yeah. if they if shape the eight. eight. Yeah, it's, it's a big thing. <laughs> So that basically they're saying for the, the bottom six, uh, perhaps they could put the number one pick up for grabs. Sure. So if you win that, that round, Robin, then you are... Well, yeah, I guess so. But the reason that you're 18th is because you're shit. So you're not going to beat a team that's possibly five places above you. You're not going to beat all five of them. But the thing I All of a sudden. I, I might be completely stupid here, okay? okay the thing I'm trying are, to work but... out. The thing okay. I'm trying to work out. So the top six play each other. They're seven or eight. They're playing for seven or eight. They... Does that mean they are stuck in seventh and eighth position? Hang on, the middle six, you mean? Yeah. Can they go to fourth? Well, they have to be, surely. But it doesn't state it doesn't state that. Yeah. So basically, now maybe logic, maybe it's just a logical thing they don't have to answer, like what, a self-written novel. You don't have to say that kind of stuff. So maybe I'm just I'm just no no really no. But stupid. I think it, I think it's a fair question because the way it says the middle six would contest for the final two September places. Yeah. But that's what they do now anyway. So does that mean ninth can't get to fourth? Well, that's so the thing. That's the question I want to have answered. I want Gil in the Gil in the room right now. Yeah. I mean, I know he'd be at the hospital with Hamish, but I still want him to come in and give me an answer. Yeah. We need we need to talk to him. So basically, what they're saying because this year was a very even uh, finals. Yeah. Anyone, except for North, could have made it to first if they'd won their final five. Mm. So is that is that what they're saying? They're going, oh, you're seventh. So that gives you no incentive. If you're seventh, you just go, we'll just coast. Well, yeah. We'll, we'll rest players for five yeah. weeks. We're going to be playing 13th. Like, yeah. Who cares? Who gives a fuck? It's not, it's not like they're going to shape the eight. But see, the other thing is maybe because 
Seven is playing 13, 12, uh, sorry, 12, 11, oh, 10. Yeah. They're saying you've got a bit of an easy run, an easy so ride. you can't go above. Ah, that's a good point. That's yeah. a very interesting question. Either way, I think it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> just do what do. Yeah, just do what you do. Load it up. Yeah. Have the teams that you want to play twice play twice, and let's just fucking move on with it. Yeah, maybe just don't change everything every two years. Yeah. That's an idea. Let's get nah. the sub back, mate. Um, let's get two subs. Doping. What, Mate, Japan was fine. Okay, <laughs> I had fun. Big news that, that people have been fined. Clubs have been fined. Seven clubs, in fact, have been fined for breaches of rules relating to the players' whereabouts information. Oh, God. So they say they, they don't think they were doing anything dodgy. No. They were, but they don't think yeah, they, they don't think they dodgy. Were. No. And this is the AFL anti-doping code. This is, this is the tightest law in the land, Michael. It really does appear to be that. They, they, well, the, the clubs must provide... AFL players, I'm sorry, must provide complete up-to-date whereabouts information at all times for testing purposes. So you have to let them know I constantly think, where you are. Remember when we questioned at a, a live show for yeah. you pick up? Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You must have to let... Well, it can't be your place or mine. It has to be my place. Well, no, I, you can, I suppose you can let them know where you are. Well, yeah, they I come to so. the girl's place and then you like... You go, can you come out? You're really hot. I want, I want this art attested. That's it. the weirdest thing. So but if I go and have, you know, go and, okay, go well, and have dinner at mum and dad's. Yep. It's a delicious meal. Lovely meal. Lovely, uh, lovely conversation. You've had a turkey leg and a couple of red wines. So you're a little bit tired. You don't want to drive home. Well, that's the thing, yeah. And so I go, oh, I'm just going to head down to the little bed and I'm going to sleep there. Yep, your old bed. And all of a sudden, fucking Wada's knocking on the door of my place. Yeah. Going, bang, 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 bang. Where yeah. are you? Waking I'm, your folks. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even there. Yeah. This is like um, the near final scene of um, Silence of the Lambs mm. where they, she's knocking on the door mm. and the FBI's no is knocking on another one thinking, holy yeah. shit. Where are you? This is, this is a fucking Silence of the Lambs nightmare. Well, mate, this is exactly what happened with uh, Craig Lambert and Lockie Whitfield. Yeah. Lovely dinner. Lovely dinner. Absolutely wonderful time. Yeah. He fell asleep on the couch. They didn't want to watch. You know what? Craig Lamb was going to carry Lockie Whitfield out to the car, you know, just like your parents used to do. Yeah, yeah. And put him in. Pretending you're asleep. Yeah, yeah. And they just thought, let's let him sleep. Yeah. Let's not, let's, should we tell Gubby? No, don't tell. Yeah, all right, we'll tell Gubby. Yeah. And he just said, mate, let him sleep. You know what it's like. Now, now, now guys, I just want to just have a few questions. We need a plan. Um, can, is there any possible way that we can possibly uh, blame this on his girlfriend? <laughs> Can we do that? <laughs> Absolutely, we can. We can make her the, the scapegoat, right? Now, Hawthorne was sanctioned for three breaches. Oh, no. Three? You fucking cheats. Fucking dogs. Yeah. yeah. Mate, your team. I would not send my child to your team. West Coast and Geelong are fined for two breaches. And Collingwood, Doggy, St Kilda. And unbelievably, Essendon. What? Surely. They're clean skins. You know when they the players had a year off? No. Erase it from my memory. Yeah. But do you reckon the other players would have remembered that? They're like, did you tell them where you were? And you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. They're like, you know that last five years we've had? Mm. Yeah. You know how a lot of your teammates aren't here this year? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think that's for? Yeah, one's in New York. He's been a barista. Yeah, it's I've a seen, lifelong dream. Yeah, I saw Michael Hurley at the at the bullfights. Yeah. In Croatia as well. Yeah. I mean, I think I, they should be back here. I don't know why, they're, <laughs> why you're giving them time off. Like, yeah, it's why really important. Off? Yeah. This is silly. Yeah, I mean, I've maybe freshen them up or something. Yeah. But, Anyway, yeah, as we were saying. <laughs> Where were you Saturday night? Oh, fuck. There's been a bit of anger on the internet today, Adam. What about, Michael? Uh, it's been... Uh, what has gone on in the last few hours? I'm just getting it up here. Here we go. So uh, the women's AFL put out oh, their yeah. jumpers today. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> and and I mean, like, they released, they released their... Uh, the new stripes. Stripes, strips. yeah. It's strips not like new, a the new you know, hashtag, put out your jumpers. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> So, here we go. Okay. Um, What's the big deal, though? They put out their jumpers. Good on them. Well, I, Port- I, like the, I like the stripes. I saw the Adelaide one. It looks good. Yeah, the they look good, yeah. Good. No, they look great. Um, what uh, did the Hawthorne one do different? I didn't see that one. Yeah, it's invisible. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. It's a very special jumper. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cluke. And so, uh, Port Adelaide got a bit snarky. In a fun way. Okay. Uh, over the Collingwood jumper. Because it's got the um, the bars, the Port oh, Adelaide yes. bars. It looks like just a fatter version of that, doesn't it? They call them the prison bars. But yeah. I always feel a bit uncomfortable using the word prison around Collingwood because it's, you know, kind of yeah. bad memories <laughs> for their parents, for their yeah. <laughs> children. For people having to pay bail. Uh, they've put out the tweet, uh, Collingwood, of um, uh, their, their jumper. Mm. And then Port Adelaide have replied, uh, Collingwood will honour... 
bought Adelaide Football Club Heritage in 27, apparently. And a hashtag, we are Port Adelaide. Hashtag, you are not. And then Essendon got involved. Oh, God. And they have a tweet sending it to both Port and Collingwood. And it's, uh, what do you call it, the little girl of the taco ad, the taco shell ad, where they have, have soft or hard. Yeah. And she has that quote, why don't we have both? Oh. And so there's a picture of that. And then the Giants get involved to Essendon and Port Collingwood. Does it have a number panel? Interesting, from the Giants. And then... What does that mean? Uh, maybe it's uh, on the back, how sometimes they have a square. And oh, yes, okay, yep, yep. Here's a great one from Port, firing yeah. back very very quickly. Said to Giants, shh, the grown-ups are talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's a great, great one, yeah. But then it got even bigger. Collingwood went back with a picture of uh, Nathan Buckley wearing the Port jumper. Mm-hmm. I think that's a tie-up, um, stitch-up, lace-up. Yeah, Very popular jumper. Tie-up, stitch-up, yep. lace-up. Stitch-up, yep, yeah. no, stitch uh, he's got a picture of him playing for Port, and it says, uh, we've been doing so for years. Then uh, it goes down to Port, coming back, going, how many flags did Nathan Buckley win in your black and white? And there's a picture of Nathan Buckley winning a premiership for Port. Oh, wow. In the black and white top. Man. And then See what it, happens when... Then it ended because they all realised they got... Free, too much free time, and yeah. they went and checked Instagram of players overseas. <laughs> See what happens when nothing's going on? That's very funny. That's great. I, you, I actually, how, much, how much clearance do you reckon they get for that kind of stuff? Like, I wonder that. I wonder that. If you're going to get in a, in a Twitter fight with another club, like, would your coach want to know about that? Does Koshy give the all clear for that sort of stuff? I suppose they would have social media managers, and so I suppose they have yeah. been taught a few lessons on how to react and maybe, maybe um, don't get lick it up. You know, once you get home after a bad loss. Yes. Like, I've got a friend of mine and he would do the social media for a very well-known man. Mm-hmm. And he had essentially that guy's Twitter account on his phone. Right, right. And he said, after a certain amount of time, I have to, de- like, you know, if I'm out at three in the morning, I've got to delete the app off my phone. Yeah, okay. I can't have it's people waking up in the morning with the, this very well-known clean-cut person going, Get out of your fucking cars! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause, but, but you just wonder, like, I, I know that they have media managers and there's people in control of all that sort of yeah. social media and stuff, but yeah. is there an edict from the coach that says we're not the club that mucks around like that? Or do, mm. do they tell the coach, you go, we have to do it. This is the, the way of the world. Like, I can't imagine in, like, I suppose now it's a jovial time, but you can't imagine Clarko getting on board something like that mid-season. Yeah, sure. If there was sure. something like that. Yeah, I reckon people would have gotten trouble in the past. Yeah. Just say, hey, man, not, not that. Not now. No. Yeah, I yeah. mean, don't don't... I mean, it's well framed, but the, don't put the boots for picture out. It's yeah, especially not as out of screens. Anyway, here's an interesting one. Adam Cooney mm. says abuse from Twitter trolls affected his form at Essendon. In a good way or a bad way? In a bad way. Oh, he said no. if he made a mistake, yeah, he would immediately think about the tweets people would send to him. Fuck, it's pretty full on, isn't it? That's well, a, that's a new level, different world. And instead of being you know worried about your team or your coach or. Yeah, you're worried yeah. about what, what... Your next contract or whatever. Yeah. You're going, fuck, I'm going to get some pretty, pretty yeah. shit-out mentions. From benchmark 02 yeah. s- underscore 4. I find that really fascinating. Particularly that you're going to be thinking about it during a game. Like, the fact that that even enters your mind when you're in that moment. Mm. You know, you go, there's, there's enough people at the ground, there's all your teammates there, you've got to wonder about your coach, and you just go, fuck, the hashtag on that is going to be horrible. And then he said I'd get apprehensive to check it. Um... Well, because remember even, uh, was it Dean Rioli went Cooney mid uh, this season? Really? Yeah. He, and then he kind of retracted it a little bit, but he was mm-hmm. basically saying, you know, Cooney's not putting in, he's a disgrace. Okay, And yeah. I think Tag Coon's into it. Oh. I, I find it weird when people put the abuse in. And, and then, tag people into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a very weird thing, isn't yeah. it? But, but I guess that's what, you know, that's what social media's about. Like when I... Abuse you from all those That's a good point, things actually. that I've made up. Yeah, yeah I make sure. sure you see them. Sure. Can you can you delete those accounts? No, actually? Oh. absolutely not. Fuck. Uh, but he'd say uh, I'd hate to be an eighteen-year-old kid. There's more after that, but I suppose he's probably right too. Yeah, yeah. Because it'd be weird. <laughs> he'd hate to be an eighteen-year-old kid. Well, it'd just be weird if Cooney was now suddenly all of a sudden an eighteen-year-old 18. kid with I mean, big hair. There's probably a movie in it, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, and uh, to cop it, so well, they like cop it big, every week. Like the movie Big, but dot, 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 hair. Well, no, actually, we could maybe it's a film we could make. Okay. Called Coons. Yeah. Okay, well, that sounds bad. <laughs> Co- oh, I can't... No. Cooney. 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 Yeah, sorry. Oh, that sounded awful. No, but it's what people yelled out when they kicked the ball. I know, it's just, it's just greats. And uh, so it's a... 
Adam Cooney now, mm-hmm. what do you be, 32, 33 maybe? Yep. Yep. And he goes down to Luna Park. Yeah. And he makes one wish at a machine. Yeah. And then he, he discovers he's now 18, so he gets to play football, all, do, do it all over again. Fresh knees. Yeah, fresh Doesn't knees. Doesn't need a bouncy surface to play on. And he knows he's going to win the Brownlow, so he's got that in his head. Fuck, that's not bad. Yeah. Oh, so he's just reliving his life again. Oh, no, what, actually? No, this is Groundhog Day. Big was the other way around. So you're like an 18-year-old, Cooney. Yeah. Makes a wish. Yeah. That he's a retired, <laughs> bro- 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 broken need. Yeah, ex-footballer who's doing spots on Andy Mara with... At SEN. Yeah, writing articles for the uh, AFL.com. Yeah. Yeah. It's working work a treat. Yeah, that's a good film. <laughs> Film's writing itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, the AFL made a purchase. Oh, what did, what did they get? They got Etihad Stadium. Oh. It's pretty exciting, isn't it? Was there like a... a Inspection? A, no. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, would you do that? I wonder about that. Like... Uh, I imagine though they weren't too many buyers like uh, going around. But do, do I'll you put a few bids in? Do you go in there and do you kind of walk around? You kind of you know go into the toilets, turn on the water, check the plumbing. Yeah, check the water pressure. Yeah, go. What kind of ovens have you got here? Um, you know, go around kind of. I noticed. Uh, I noticed gate three was a bit squeaky. Is that going to be? Do you kind of turn? Squeak? Do you make the roof go back and forth a few yeah. times? <laughs> Just <laughs> to check it see out. How it's going? Because that how fast that goes. Okay. And also, what kind of fucking dodgy real estate agents out there? Yeah, walking around with your clipboard. You got a ponytail, probably, mate. Oh, mate, it's beautiful, mate. No, it fits. It fits one hundred fifty thousand, mate. <laughs> it fits one hundred fifty thousand. Yep. Not all at once. And do you get handed a key? You know, you sign. I mean, I didn't see any kind of billboard out the front yeah, with well, a sold that, a yeah. sold sign. Well, I didn't see a picture of Gil and uh, drinking champagne, Mike yeah, Fitzpatrick. Yeah, <laughs> and then just going sold. Yeah. <laughs> so they got it for. I don't know the figure they got it for, but they were going to get it for thirty dollars. Could have had it for thirty dollars in what twenty twenty five. Yeah. Fuck, they should have waited, man. Doesn't that sound like the weirdest deal in the world? Okay, we're going to pay three hundred million dollars <laughs> to build this stadium, and yeah. then in the f- in twenty years, twenty five years time, I'm a genius. We're going to give it to you for thirty dollars. <laughs> Is that someone just kind of you know some real estate dude predicting the uh, end of the economy? Yeah, so just like uh, twenty five. Yeah, um, actually make it twenty five space bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but also too, it it's put puts a lot of pressure because now like. North think they're going to make a bunch a of fucking cash, billion yeah. out of it. Yeah, well, I that's wonder. all they keep talking about. It's like, oh, once we get the deal, once we get the deal. It's like, fuck, man, if North don't make any money in 2017. Well, I think we talked in the past, wasn't it, that North had to get uh, 42000 at a home game? To break to, even. To break even. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. Brayshaw said that a while ago. Yeah. So, obviously, they haven't made uh, a single cent out of it. Yeah, no, fair enough. Now, I'm not sure if these deals become null and void straight away or maybe they have, like, you know, it ends in 2017 or something like mm. that. But I'm sure the AFL will come to a fair a fair and reasonable... Well, that's um, what they're known for. ...which will in no way benefit any other teams. No. I think I think it'll just... It'll suit everyone who's there, but... Uh, it'll be as wonderful as a 17-5 fixture, I reckon. Yeah, no, not, not as good as that. But I just thought there should have been a bit of a ceremony, you know, that's smashing the champagne over the ground, doing something. So we all went down there, we marched down there and just, we claimed the ground. It's our, it's our, that's the people's it's ground It's the people's now. ground. Well, they want to make it more fan-friendly. So they want to make it, when you go to like a St Kilda home game, Yeah. they want you to make sure that you know it's a St Kilda home game. So okay. they're going to have, you know, um, a couple of pregnant 15-year-olds oh, yeah. uh, out the front. Ricky Nixon down there, smoking. <laughs> um, so yeah, they want to make it, I suppose, a bit like the MCG, you know, how they have the flashing lights and blah, yeah, blah. And, yeah. and teams now really do own those kind of home games. Don't they? they? Yeah, they try to. They do their best. I mean, the one way to do that is uh, like the the lions have the the coloured uh, seats at the Gabba. Oh yeah, but that, is that the lions or is that just the well, decoration just, of the Gabba? Well, I don't, I don't know. Now that you make me think about it, yeah, it is kind of. I mean, I've never read into it that they were like Brisbane colours, but now like, what colour are they? They're kind of maroon and gold, aren't they? Now you've said it, like I kind of do think maybe they are. Yeah, I'm looking up the Gabba now. And Geelong, Geelong have blue and white seating, don't they? Because you don't really see it when there's no one there, but when they're in training and you see it spells out like Ford on one side of the ground, doesn't it? Uh, well, they do have kind of – it's kind of a maroon, a and I would yellowy say, gold and a, and a – it's like you, an aqua. So. Would you say the bomb shelter's colour scheme is very Gold Coast? Yeah, actually I would. Yeah, yeah. And, and I reckon Spotless, the, the beanstalk, I reckon that would be similar. Yeah, well, they actually have their chairs made of charcoal. Yeah. Yeah, it makes an absolute mess on your pants, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, they've really got into it. And uh, the SCG, they're all just covered in blood. Oh, okay. blood. Yeah. They're very, you know, they're very into it. And uh, at Hawthorne home games, people just take a dump 
Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Alternate okay. seats. Yeah, yeah. No, that works, that works well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you want to have a roof on the MCG? I'd love to have a roof. Um, Stephen Goff, he's talking about maybe uh, upgrading a few things at the MCG, one including a see-through roof. So it's kind of transparent. Which you know what, it's one of those, grass. it sounds like a Michael Caton veranda. You know, the actor from The Castle and... Oh, yep. You know how he... Yep. he uh, kind of builds on things. Yeah, well, he yeah. Ad, he, no, he advertises uh, for, I think it's a, like a, a rotating veranda kind of thing, so it can be open and let the sun in, or it can just like turn... And it's like a roof. Oh, that's clever. So, yeah, it's like kind of like a pergola or an open-air pergola. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, it transforms, yeah. Yes, it does transform, so maybe it's like that. But the tricky thing will be putting on a roof on a... They haven't put a roof on the stadium that size. Yeah, I think they're doing haven't it they? for soccer. Oh, for Real Madrid. Was, yeah. Yeah. But to put on a bigger, bigger oval. But, but also uh, a retractable one. Oh, do you want that? I, I kind of like... The, the MCG is pretty well covered, like particularly yeah. where no, you and right. I sit in the good bits. Yeah, definitely. Behind, like in a corporate behind, box. Behind I've never glass. been. I've never, never been, been rained on. The only time I've been gotten wet at the uh, is when someone's poured their moe on me. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really too fast if it's got a roof or not, but I suppose we get accustomed to things uh, very quickly. So yeah. Like, oh, you think like, we'll adapt? Oh, it's like the new stand at the MCG. Yeah. Like you kind of go, oh, I don't need to do that. Why are they? Why are they bothering? And yeah. then you walk into it for the first time. You go, This is fucking unbelievable. Yeah. No, it is good, and it doesn't even match the other stand. It's hard to go backwards. I suppose what I'm trying to say. So if you did have a roof on it, you know, and you'd, you'd go, well, Why did they think of this sooner? Well, I, I, if you're going to do that, if you're going to whack a roof on it, you, if you're going to renovate the G, put a, like a bit of a veranda out the front. Oh yeah. So you, know, you can wander out, have a chat with some mates, well, have do, a dart out there. They pretty much are because we talked about a, f- a I don't bowling know, a few alley? months ago. They're going to put in a bowling alley. Yes, yeah, good. for one. Yeah, uh, and they're also going to put. Like, they're going to cover that, you know, section from Richmond Station down to the ground. Oh, that's right. They're going to have the deck out there, they? are going to have that, yeah. So they essentially do have a veranda. And they're going to mu- they want to maybe move the um, sports museum somewhere else. Again? Well, yeah, I suppose so. Well, gonna... Isn't that like the man cave? Can't you just make that a bit like, put a pool table in there? Well, maybe, it, maybe it's got too small. I don't know. It's underground, so maybe they feel like they can't renovate underground anymore. Do many people go to that? I reckon they would. I've been to it a couple of times. It's really good. Yeah, I, I have been in there, but I was just wondering where whether other people go to it. Whether um, we should put um, international our, tourists put our study holders in there. Oh, we should make sure we hold on to them, man, because we could put a couple of uh, what 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 school group? Yeah, doesn't want to walk through. Yeah, yeah. Look at a stubby holder. Yep. Say, so, wow! Imagine that. <laughs> That's it in Wayne Jackson Studios. Yeah. Oh, we should do a live show from down there. I mean, both. Both tragically passed away. <laughs> but, you know, hey, it's 2017, December. Yeah. That's what you get when you fool around with <laughs> autoerotic fixation. Yeah. <laughs> but having said that, Hawks are just another one to flag. Yes, yeah. so, no, that's good. And then Adam walked in and found him and died of shock. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give you a shocking piece of information right now, mate. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle this. Uh, your mate, Gary Ablett. Yeah. Popped into the uh, offices at the Suns. Yeah. Said, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking. Uh, I think I miss my family, and I, uh, I wouldn't mind maybe heading back home if that'd be okay. Wow! And uh, the son said, "That's not going to happen, mate." <laughs> what? And so there was a bit of talk about what might happen. He got a contract for a couple more years. Yeah, he signed for three more years during the season. End of 2018. So in moves the smoothest of operators, uh-huh. our old friend. Pickers. Pickers. Liam Pickering. And did, did he know anything about it? So what he did, he went into a courtroom. Uh, went into the uh, high court, actually. Wow. He All went the way the to the court. top. Yeah, yeah. And he got he just grabbed a Bible. Mm-hmm. He said, fellas, I just want you guys <laughs> to see this in the flesh. I yeah. want you, you know, under the highest, highest court in the land. Yeah, yeah I, want, I want you to know how genuine I am. He said, okay, regarding this Gary Ablett situation, yep. I don't know <laughs> what's going to happen next year. Fuck. There's absolutely a possibility he'll finish the next two years at the Gold Coast. A possibility? It's a probability. Okay, pro- even though he's contracted, it's a probability. He's captain. Uh, and then Pickers took a his... A contracted captain. Then Pickers took his hand off the Bible. Yep. And, and, the, and, a, and a, a, a policeman walked in yep. and said, we're arresting you for perjury. <laughs> <laughs> so he has no idea. So that'll, that'll, that'll you know, I sort mean, itself out over the period of the next year. It, it, the weirdest thing is for, just for Gary Ablett to go rogue yep. and approach 
the Gold Coast Suns and say, I want to go back to Geelong for family reasons mm-hmm. and just not keep Liam in the loop. Uh, yep. as, as so many of his clients do. Yeah. They don't tell him anything <laughs> that they're thinking. Money ca- didn't even want to go to Sydney. He keeps on thinking, is my phone broken? Yeah. It's like no one's getting through to me. No one's t- yeah, none I of my phone. Keep on clients. trying to call them. Yeah. I can't get anything to and ring. I'm as honest as I can be on my own radio show. Checking my internet connection, is my email working? <laughs> to find something out yeah and it's interesting there's a little um, note here as well mm. uh as liam pickering walked out of the canberra high court oh. uh it was obviously it's uh fluctuating weather in canberra uh-huh. it was uh negative five degrees it was snowing <laughs> pickers looked around and said there's perfect conditions for football. <laughs> uh, we're going to miss him in the off season although we've got the uh the the, the draft coming up so he's going to be looking after a lot of our sh- future stars, which is going to be awesome. Yeah, we'll pop in around about draft time, I reckon. Oh, absolutely, we'll yeah. be back. Um, so we've got, we ran out of stories, Adam, so we might as well wrap it up. Yeah. Do we have any more um, stubby holders left? We have I Heart the Footbridges. There's about 10 to 12 of those left. Okay, yeah. so you can... So we are out of Gatorade Bukaki's. That is on the uh, on the website. It says sold out, so sorry about that. But they, you guys, you wanted to you wanted your friends to ask what a Bukaki <laughs> yeah. was. You sick fucks. So it's bigcartel.com slash junk time. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, gotcha. And I have to remember our show uh, Saturday, 2 p.m., November 12th. Um, with Limo, Adam, Danny McGinley, Tegan Hickenbotham at 35 Easy Street, Collingwood. That's E-A-S-E-Y. Yes. We're going to be heading off. Are we going to head off? Yeah, we're going to head off, man. Yeah, sweet. Hey, yeah. Let's, go, let's go and join Riots in America. I look forward to that. Okay. Go Hawks. Go Pickers. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.